bro. Hi, Jane. How are you? Good. I hope we can record in the same fucking room soon. Dear God. Sorry to everyone who uh, is getting pretty sick of the Zoom audio. It's not that bad, is it? Uh, It could be better, but you know what we actually could do if we were arsed? No, not if we were arsed. If we had the equipment, uh, we could plug an external mic, a good external mic into the actual computer. You could do it with your, you've got this. So Ro has the Zoom mic we use, not yeah. the Zoom, the, not Zoom the app, but Zoom the brand of microphones. So you could actually plug that into your computer and it'd be really good quality audio. I don't have a good quality mic here, but that would be a solution. Huh? Do you use a normal mic? Uh, I could. I don't have an audio interface though to plug it into my computer. Nice. Well, if anybody thinks our audio is terrible, please let us know. We will then look into making it a bit better. It looks like we're going to be doing it this way for a while longer. I mean, if we can just get to a point where you're allowed to have one other person over in your house, then then we'll be fine. Oh, when that will I, be, I don't know. I don't know. I said to Dave this morning, um, I saw somebody on Instagram. They were at a wedding and it was only, I think you can only have eight people at a wedding at the moment, which is so tiny, like including the couple, I think. Um, anyway, I just saw her posting and it was like they were kind of having a meal and stuff. And I was like, oh, God, that's giving me all butterflies. Thought of like having something to go to. And then I was like, wouldn't it be great to go to a wedding or something? And Dave was like, yeah, I'd go crack. And then I said, you know what? I'd love to go out for a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a low level of things I'd like to do. Like, wouldn't it be great to go out and meet someone for lunch? Oh, like I would love to go to um, I was walking past uh, Yumi. Like the takeaway, like the not even a bougie place. You <laughs> need falafel. The affordable falafel place. Affordable falafel place. And every now and then me and Andrea would go on maybe a Sunday afternoon, we'd pop into town and we used to sit in Dorsey Arcade at the window and watch the people go by and get a nice little falafel sandwich. We walked past the closed Yumi yesterday and I was like, what? I'd love to pop in and just get a Yumi for lunch. Like that's like, that was my biggest dream yesterday. The bar is so low. Solo. Now I just want one other human to be able to come over to my house and have a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, wouldn't it be amazing to have a sleepover? Like, have someone to come over. You could cook dinner. You could have drinks. Then you could like just talk shit, and then they're there in the morning as well. So then you wake up and someone's there, <laughs> and like, oh, you never let them go. <laughs> you don't remember. Um, we did have a bit of a meltdown this week, didn't we? Yeah, today was a hard. Er, this week was a very hard week, I think. Yeah, I think for everybody, I feel like everyone was also losing their minds, but we just lost our shit at walks. We just fucking went, we just went to town about walks. We just fucked walks out the window. Like, I know we talk about this a lot, but me and Ro, we don't live far from each other. We live three minutes minutes walk down down the road um, in the city centre. And the thing is, when you walk around the city centre, like, it's just concrete like you, you can't see what get what's getting me is that you can't see any further than like 20 feet in front of you at any given time like there's just no <laughs> open space and you leave the house and you do the same little loop that you do every fucking day and you see the same people who are just walking aimlessly like that's thing people, people walking without purpose like and it's like sometimes you go for a walk and you're super into it and your purpose is I'm going for the walk I'm going to catch up on my podcast make a call whatever it is but it's just this, I was just like, my arms were just swinging and I was just sauntering around being like this again. Like, we were both I love up. walking. Like, remember I did the Camino? Love walking. 
you're the fucking Camino, Jane. You're walking mad. I'm a walker. That's my exercise. That's my favorite exercise. And I just, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I've always, I've always been a walker as well. In fact, Dave and also my sister's husband, Dara. So anyone married into the family, let's say, is always like, oh my God, the Linnies on their walks. I like, get over it. Um, because we're just mad for walks. And yeah, I agree. I'm just bored of walks. Now, to be fair, because I have a dog, walking has had a different, walking has a different purpose for me as well. Because it, sometimes you're walking a dog pre-COVID and you're like, oh my God, I'm literally just trying to get that exercise. Oh God, honestly, the only way I can describe it is sometimes I just pound the pavement. I'm not even looking around where I'm going. I'm just like, just moving my legs. That's it. And that's how it's become. Now, I do try and... um. I don't listen to music or podcasts when I go for walks. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, because I like to look around and be aware of my surroundings and do a little like walking meditation. Uh, but it's great to have awareness when you walk, but when you're aware of too much <laughs> and how grim it is, that's the problem. Yeah, I need to be distracted uh, from our loca- location now because like, I'm literally, I'm noticing like, oh, they've painted their windowsill at number 27. Like, I'm like, oh my God. But um, yeah, no, it's just hard. Well, me and Jane did. Actually, then every now and again, you have a nice walk in your locale. Like me and Jane met up for a coffee before work, uh, this week because it was sunny, and we went and got a coffee. Now we got a coffee, and the two of us were high, like actually high after it, just to see another human. But I, I don't know what it was—the combination of a coffee first thing in the morning before work, but also the socializing and the sun mixed together. Like, we're back at home, like, five to nine. I was, I told Jane I was seeing stars. <laughs> I had to go to the toilet. <laughs> Too excited. I was just, I was all completely revved up, like. Um. Well, do you know what I did this week? I, I took my very first mental health sick day. And I'll tell you this. Now that you did this, or is this going to be exposing yourself? Uh, no, it's not. I... Like all joking aside, this week was really, really, really difficult for me. I'm having a really hard week, like yeah. really not great. Like my head, I, I just the past couple of weeks, there's been the odd day where I just can't get up off the couch. Like this is the closest to depression I felt in a very long time. All, all joking aside, <clears throat> and Monday I woke up. I, I didn't have an, a wink of sleep Sunday night. I was just awake, and then I woke up and I was like, okay, Jane. You can do it. Just go around, get yourself a coffee. You'll be fine. Me and Jay walked around to get a coffee and realized that our co- well, if they're listening to this, Marlo and Co. in Dublin 8, they were closed on Mondays. I forgot. I forgot. And when I walked around the corner and saw that they were closed, and that was the one thread that was holding my day together, even though it's so tiny, it was straw that broke Camel's back. And I swear to God, I almost had a meltdown. I was like sobbing. And Andrea was like, email your boss and just say you need to take today off because and it was the first time I've taken days off in my past for when I've been having a bad mental health day yeah and um, but you don't say that it is because of that yeah you know what I mean oh I'm not well uh, I've, I've a bit of a cold I should be fine tomorrow you know those types of excuses yeah uh, but this was the first time I actually said you know what I'm really not feeling good today uh, well done and I was met with understanding and compassion and log off your emails, do what you got to do, go for a walk, watch Oprah, do what you need to do. And it was uh, so refreshing. And I'm so glad that I was honest about it because more people should be honest about that. 
Why Absolutely. lie and say you have a stomach flu? You know what I mean? Like, you're dead right. Like, if it was somebody on my team who said I just need today off, I'd be like, fair play for say, being honest about it and do it. Um, I, I you know, know also, you know, also that it's not like I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go on the hop and go off to the beach and fucking I had a, yeah, had a sex last night. Like, literally, I'm like, I just need to close my laptop today. But especially, Jane, if you didn't sleep well and stuff, like, you would have oh, been, I was, I was no, the end of my tether. You would have been just sitting on your computer. And how come you couldn't sleep? Like, were you feeling just anxious or were you just awake? You know, when your brain's just awake. Yeah. You just can't. I was just, I was, I was almost twitching. Uh, I think I moved house not too long ago. Uh, work has been particularly busy. There was an awful lot going on. COVID, yeah. everything. I just think, I'm surprised it took me this long to hit this point, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I just hit it. And you know what? It's going to happen. But um. Anyway, moral of this story is it's okay to feel like shit and don't feel like you need to be fucking super productive because uh, you're just... I know it's so cliche, but this is the first time I really felt like yeah. it's all right to just sit down. Like, Andrea goes to me, like, even a couple nights before that, like, it was all building up to it. I went for a walk and I was like, Andrea, I don't want to do my workout. And she was like, well, don't do it. And I was like, but I have to. She was like, what's going to happen if you don't do it? And I'm like, I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to feel like blah, 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 blah. She's like, no, but Jane, but what is like actually going to happen? What What is going to happen? I was like, well, I'll just probably sit down and read my book instead. And she was like, yeah, that's going to happen. Nothing else is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, things this workout won't matter. It's not like it's, it doesn't matter, like missing one workout, but I think about th- those kind of things like not going for a walk or not exercising. I feel like we're so told, well, it's so good for your mental health to exercise and to walk and to eat right, that then if it's this extra layer of guilt, if you don't do it, you're like, but then I'm going to feel worse. But actually, it's about understanding what you need in that moment. Maybe that is the book. Dead like, right. I'm the same. I get so guilty if I don't feel like exercising. And I'm like, but I know that exercise will help my head. And like, yeah. Look, most of the time it does, but doesn't mean that if I'd done something else, I wouldn't have also felt good after, you know? Absolutely dead right. And I think uh I think what's getting to people is the monotony of going for the walks. So maybe in that moment I just needed to break a routine and instead after work read my book instead of going for you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but look, like, yeah, oh no, no, I don't even know. I was just gonna say some fucking try and be like positive, like we're coming to the Hopefully we'll have some easing of restrictions on the 5th of April. Who the fuck knows? I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just so fed up. Yeah. And and if there's no easing, sure, at least we have Simon Harris on TikTok. Am I right? Oh, Jesus, Jane. I was going to say, he his clock's going forward picture on Instagram just like brightened up my day. <laughs> like... I, I don't I like I don't necessarily agree with his party's politics at all at all uh, which actually concerns me as well of why he's becoming this like Gen Z hero and I'm like yeah but like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> have a think about like the political party um but he does strike me as a nice lad and he works hard and he's trying his best to do well uh but yeah look it's a little bit of positivity in <laughs> in the shy. <laughs> There was so much to unpack. It was the poor Photoshop. It was the summertime in text. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go to Simon Harris's Instagram. You'll see he posted something about the clocks going forward. And he makes some, some excellent video edits with, with really 
slick transitions about his walks and he takes selfies on walks like a selfie that is no offense simon but a selfie that is the one when your camera's facing the wrong way and you take the picture by accident yeah most that to his thousands of followers like walks good but to be fair to him he's the only bloody one trying to actually muster up a bit of positivity in people and trying to communicate with younger people yeah the rest are fucking us up their own holes sorry i'm fed up with them <laughs> well look i think uh i don't envy their position right now <laughs> and i just hope that uh fucking some vaccines coming some vaccines coming now i do I just, I like, I like Simon and I love Simon's social media presence, I have to say. That was a big giddy grin in her face. I just have to say, I like Simon. I like Simon. I've always liked Simon. Um, no, fair play to him, fair play to him. Anyway, matter at hand. Yeah, we're not even meant to be talking about this show. No. Uh, yeah, last episode we did one of our famous things. Famous. Agony <laughs> really? Ant episodes. Uh, we like to do them every now and then because it's kind of, we get like such a mixed bag of topics and problems and all sorts and uh, we answered a couple of questions but there was a, a question that stood out to us as um, possibly warranting its own full episode um, because there's an awful lot to unpack in this question it's a yes. lot of layers a lot of layers yeah so um, we yeah I don't even know where to start with it. Me and me and Ro have been back and forth being like, what how do we unpack this? There's so many different nuances. Um there's a lot anyway. going on. We'll read the question, right? And then we'll kind of refer to the question at the beginning and then we'll kind of pick apart the themes that are within it. Oh, very fancy sounding, but you know, yeah, because there's an awful lot, an awful lot. So here goes. I'm not gonna say this girl's name, I don't want to out her. Um, but this is what she says. Hey guys, I'd love some advice on supporting a friend. So basically she was living away two to three years ago and became really close with this girl and started fancying her. Nothing ever happened and she was she was heartbroken. She still asked me advice on things like wishing her a happy birthday or dissecting her Instagram stories. I want to be supportive, but I don't know whether she needs someone to call her to call her on her bull or if being gentle encourages her. I asked her what approach she wanted and got kind of thick being like, just advice. I think this is above my pay grade as it seems like an obsession. I don't really want to talk to her about this girl, but the last time I said that to her a year ago, she didn't talk to me for months. I don't want to be a bad friend, but I just don't think this is healthy. You know what, Lane? I read this many times and hearing you say it there now, I have a completely different take on it. I don't know why, you know when someone reads something out loud and you hear things you didn't hear before? Um, I do feel for her in this situation because oh I'm trying to say this in the nicest way possible <laughs> I, I am trying to say this in the nicest way possible we've all been obsessed with people we've all talked about them for a long time longer than we should have and whatever that's how we felt at the time blah 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 but there, there is an element here of as she said obsession it sounds like if this was a few years ago and she didn't talk to her when she brought it up and she's asked her how she should approach talking about the topic, go lightly, or what does she want from her? Um, and then the, she stopped talking to her when she said that. Like, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. Um, I also I, want to say now, I'd love to know this element. Um, is the friend gay? Or was this like a 
oh was this like a first girl crush type thing yeah and is, is this why it has so much meaning for her maybe I don't know that would be an interesting uh possibly I mean I get the vibe that that it's not a big deal that it's a girl I think it's incidental that it's a girl but I will say you know having been victim of lesbian obsessions in the past there is a certain amount there's there's more intensity with a girl on girl crush I think um yeah. or at least in the sense that that it's uh it's more it lasts an awful lot longer I think because okay. you have this women can I get this women speak in so women are cryptic right so I think there's more room for um for encouraging yourself that there is hope here yeah because women maybe like you know it might be a situation where the the, the other girl isn't into you but it's still nice to you and still wants to be your friend and still this so so it goes on for an awful lot longer because there's so much more confusion it's like so- well, what did she mean by that whereas I don't mean to generalize, but I think with guys, they can often be a lot more straight up. Um, or, you know, like, let's say if you were like mad about a guy, it's not like he would tiptoe around you and still be nice to you and still be friends with you and like not want to hurt you and all this stuff. But if you have a crush on a girl, yeah, girls, I, I think that there's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking from experience here. If there's a um, friendship there as well, particularly, then it's way more confusing because, as you say, the other person wants to be their friend as well. Whereas if it's... Well, I would like to know if this girl, like, do they still live away from each other? Like, I think it's interesting, like, that, that this girl would still have an obsession with a girl that really, now more than ever, she would never really have a chance of a relationship with because they don't, they don't live anywhere near each other. I wonder if they still talk to each other. Um, If not, exactly. then... Anyway, look, I think all of this is whatever I think the issue is how do you support your friend how can you be there for your friend in a situation where and we've all been there where they're being a bit irrational uh thinking with their heart a bit too much how do you be there and how do you tell them like wh- when do you stop sugarcoating and when do you start you know be cruel to be kind you know well did she say this was a year this has been this was two three years now at this point yeah yeah I mean, look, without knowing the actual ins and outs of the the, the, the relationship the girl had, the, well, they had with each other, it's it's really hard to give like a timeline. But like, to me now, that seems like a very long time. Yes. For it to be affecting your friendship with somebody. I don't necessarily think it's a long time to be obsessed with somebody. I think whatever, like I'm not judging that. Um, I think it's a long time for that obsession relationship whatever to affect another friendship like there's something like you know that that's there's something going on there like that yeah it seems it seems a lot what worries me as well is that she the last time you tried to bring it up with her she stopped talking to you now I mean the reason why we picked out this question is because me and Ro were in a very similar scenario when you know we were in our like early 20s like maybe 23 24 25 where I was absolutely obsessed with someone for years. Is that early 20s? Was that not like before we got turned 20 now? No, it was... Okay, I'm going to out myself here. It was a solid, like, five years. So probably span teen to 20s. <laughs> yeah, like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 even, maybe. Yeah. Long, yeah. 
arduous crush. Uh, Rose saw me get my heart broken a million times. Every week, every weekend. Every weekend. Uh, I don't know. Look, for me, that was something a lot more deeper and intense. The girl who it was, who, you know, it, it just, it was, it could have been anyone that I was close to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that was my journey. I learned that it was something else entirely, whatever, everything's fine. Um. But you had to deal with me fucking tongue tied but I don't think I would ever like if you were ever like you did I'm sure you were being very kind about it I can't remember any specific scenarios but but I mean I'm sure you probably did level with me on many occasions but I would never yeah but I would never not talk to you because of it you know what I mean no you wouldn't have but I'm sure and the thing is it was so long ago I can't remember the ins and outs and the details but I definitely think there are probably times where I was like, because you were definitely looking for signs and things that I didn't feel signs were there, right? Yeah. So like, let's say you say whatever. But I, she did this, but she said this. this on, or she put a candle on me at her dinner, whatever. That was an example that stuck in my head. But, and I'd be like, no, 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 Jane, that is not, that does not mean that. If she wants to be with you, she'll be with you. And I think that was more towards the end. But I think that upset you. I think you're like, I, I didn't want to hear it no you didn't want to hear it but I don't think you would never have been hostile towards it or stopped talking to me because of it but that being said it's so frustrating like I was so frustrated by the whole thing by the by I just felt that you were wasting your life and I just was like so upset for you I couldn't like I remember just being like how long can can this go on because I just thought like you're you're literally wasting years of your life can I actually just say, um, yeah, I literally was wasting years. And I just want to say, I don't know if this, the girl who is in love with this other girl is listening at all or if she listens at all. But I will say what it took for me to get over it was to have an honest and open and frank discussion with okay. the girl. We had that five years ago. <laughs> and do, but do you know what else? Like literally because it was just so unspoken. We both knew it. We're both very good friends. We lived together. We both knew it. Uh, we never talked about it because it was so awkward. And then, do you know what happened when we had a conversation about it? What? Everything just dissipated. And I started seeing a girl a couple of weeks later. And then I was on the tear, girl after girl after girl after girl, making up for five years. So I will say, <laughs> if you're listening to this, please have the conversation because the mystery is what fuels it. The yeah. what if is what fuels it. Absolutely. And I don't think, obviously at the time I thought that, you know, you're wasted. I was like, he's wasting your prime. I, I don't think it was a waste. I think it was all necessary. Like no, everything exactly. yeah. I do think is, is there for a reason. I don't think like, I'm not saying you wasted five years of your life, but at the time I remember feeling like, yeah. God, how, how can, the, like, how can she go through this herself? Yeah, no, it's crushing. And, and look, it, it hurts. It really, having that conversation hurts to hear that person finally say the words, no, I've never been into you. Maybe years ago when we were teenagers, but not now. Like, uh, like it was so, it's such a hard thing to hear, but you do need to hear it. You can't live with your head in the sand. Yeah, um, and from the friend side, though, from like the friend listening to the other friend going through this. I mean, we've all been in situations where it's literally just a friend saying, oh, you know, he or, he or she did this oh he wasn't very nice that day but he was in a bad mood or whatever you know we all we all hear have these situations where you're listening to someone and you're thinking 
this girl or guy is not into you like at all from what I'm hearing and it's uh, so hard yeah. to hear your friends going through things that you know like it's not gonna work out it's easy for no. to say yeah, and I like, wonder what like at what point do you not take it any like at what point because like I'm sure there was times with me as well that you were being very nice and listening to me at what point now that you say it I think I said to you I can't talk to you about this anymore I think I did get that point I think I did so this one coming to me now I think eventually I said I'm not able to talk to you about this topic anymore I think I did get to a point where I was like if you want to keep going down this like it's not I don't think you guys are going to be together and I can't I don't think I can do that I think I, I think I said I don't think I can do this anymore with you and the pain around it I can't remember that at all but if you did fair play I think it was quite close to the end of the whole thing though I actually can't remember that at all and how did that, like what was that like so you're in the position of of this girl who's written in and yeah. clearly she's gotten to a point where She's just like, I, I just can't. She's already said, she's already said to her, she just can't. Yeah, now the difference is in that situation, it's not like you were not like, well, I'm not going to talk to her anymore then. You were, you know, I can't remember. It was a wake up call, probably. Probably. Well, we're still yeah. friends, so <laughs> I mean, I assume. I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I think the only thing this girl can do is either talk to her again about it. Like she's already said, which is quite mature, what way do you want me to react to this? Like, do you want me to be... Because like, sometimes friends want you to be the, the hard person to say, no, snap out of it, Jane. Or sometimes they want you to, like... No, she doesn't. She doesn't. I'm sorry, she doesn't. Your friend what does not... Your friend, dear listener, does not want you to be the voice of reason. I'm sorry, Rose, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she she doesn't. wants... And look, and look, this isn't just me as well. Like you were in situations as well yeah. where, you know, we all have been where I've been like, ah, Ro, cop the fuck on, you know. Um, Jane, you were in that exact position because I was seeing my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me, broke up with me. And then I thought it was a great idea to keep seeing him. Yeah. And Jane, a lot of my friends, but Jane was definitely like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I remember a lot of, ah, Ro. Ah, yeah, you but didn't, Ro. Ah, Ro. You were very soft approach. You, I don't think you ever gave me the hard hitting. Now, this was well, went on for a year, I think. But I think you were just like, ah, row. Yeah. Ah, row. Ah, yeah. row. I knew you I never could talk. Down. I knew you I never could talk. Um, but I will say, your friend doesn't want the honest. What your friend wants is for you to back her up on what she thinks. Like, she is, is panicking and clamoring for any kind of thread of of hope from the, the relationship with this girl and she wants you as her friend to say oh yeah yeah that could happen it's not what she needs and you do need to probably pull a row and say look I can't talk to you if but actually I don't even know what to say there because if she's just gonna go do you want this person in your life like how much fun is it if that's all they're talking about and they can't do anything yeah, because I wonder now, it was very different with you and me because the, this like this girl was living with you. It was I knew her as well. We were, you know, all in a group of friends. So in that way, it was more intense and more serious and warranted more of a serious conversation. However, in this case, it sounds like the girl doesn't live in the same country and we're talking about how to say happy birthday and we're talking about dissecting where she was in her Instagram stories, yeah. which to me is, um, how do I say this nicely? It's low level 
obsession it's that kind of like before you start seeing somebody you know it's not in my scenario me and the girl in question actually had a very intimate close relationship like you know it was very complicated in this instance this seems like some girl you've only met a couple times like it seems weird uh not weird hate to judge I don't think it matters what who the obsession is I think it's coming I don't think it matters actually who the person is it's coming from somewhere some part of your friends deep insecurity and attachment issues and all this stuff and I would tell her to go to a therapist but that's not where she wants to hear it right now like she's not there yet but I think for you you need to mind yourself in this and assess how much is it actually affecting your mental health um you know how much anxiety is it bringing you is it worth it for you Mm. like that's the thing we all want to be there for the, for your friends, but like, at what point do you not have any more to give? Yeah, it's right. a really good one. Like, we definitely, I've definitely been in situations where I'm there with my friend dissecting that guy's Instagram story. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, sometimes it's fun. I have to say, yes, of course, to a certain point, yeah. And but now I'm trying to now. So what I'm trying to do is imagine if that was extended for three years, the same person that they're talking about dissecting the stories. I think I probably will get a bit fed up. By the end of the three years as well, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, we're still talking about this guy or girl, you know. So I can look, I could sympathize with both sides. I think if if you brought it up before and you brought it up nicely and politely and in a you know, from a nice place and she stopped talking to you, I don't know what more you can do. Yeah, I think you really need to look after yourself in this scenario because like let them just suck it up and being a good friend and just listen. But then, where does that? If it's if it's if it's causing you to message a podcast, then obviously it's come to a point where it's quite intense. Yeah, exactly. And like, is the friendship like there is a lot of give and take in a friendship, and there's bad times and good times and everything. But if now it seems more like um, more like a I hate to use the word burden, but I can't think of anything better. But if this scenario and talking about this is causing you to feel burdened more than the friendship is bringing you yeah. joy or support then I don't know I think you need to have a very frank conversation yeah um but also take a step away it's very complicated I think the girl the, the 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 girl who's in love with the other girl I think there's something else going on for her and it sounds like as Jane said she probably needs some therapy to figure out what's going on there if it's causing all this disruption in her own friendships so but that's kind of her own journey, isn't it? It's funny because like, you know, I say that, yeah, of course I did need to go through all that to learn a lot about myself, but I repeated it three or four times Yeah. <laughs> before, you know, and it's, it's a process. Like I, I wish I could say, and that was the last time I was ever obsessed with a girl and all of my relationships were healthy from then on in, not the yeah. case at all, but it was the catalyst for, for change. So I do think she needs to, do some soul searching and also like I know it's so cliche but like no one is worth that much effort like it shouldn't be that much effort to you know you shouldn't have to dissect anything because like dissecting things for hidden meaning like like it doesn't count like if someone says something straight up to you that was one of the big things about Andrea. Like Andrea just liked me. <laughs> there was no yeah. drama. She just liked spending time with me. And there was no drama to the point where I was like, is this normal? Yeah. Uh, you know, like 
yeah and it is normal actually um but yeah I just I just I, I really really feel for the girl I really do and I really hope that you can have that honest chat with the girl message her and say hey do you like me like think there's ever a chance between us she'll probably say no what are you talking about I'm in Australia what are you talking about but still well, remember this girl probably isn't listening to the podcast Jane it's the friend <laughs> I know but she might listen to the podcast <laughs> I don't know um but you know what it is an interesting thing to think about though like I think we've all been in a situation where a friend has been seeing somebody or like somebody and, and in your opinion the amount of time that they've seen the person or something like that isn't what you think warrants that level of obsession. Yeah. yeah. And I always think that's a dodgy territory to get into. You could be like, they only went on one date. Whatever that person feels about somebody else is kind of none of your business. Like you just have to be there for your friend. We've all been there. There's no one that hasn't thought, but like they just went on one date. Like, why are we still talking about this? It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. Usually someone's attaching something else to that person and you have to understand that. So I do think there's an element of like, you know, being a fucking good friend and not judging, you know, because we've all thought it's like the next but um, it sounds like this has gone beyond that level, I think. It's gone beyond it. Yeah, that is totally a thing. That is, I, I definitely do it. And I've, I'm sure, you know, people have thought it about me too. But as you said, it doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter who the person is or how long they've seen them, if they have ever even fucking kissed them, it's, it's something deeper. It's something much bigger. But it's just hard um, for someone could have been married for 10 years and then they could still be talking about it years out with their friends, obviously. And like the friends could be getting sick of it. But to that person, it's so it's such a hard like there's topics, of course, that like I feel like I could repeat to friends every fucking week. You know, we all have our issues that are the same usually over and over again. And as a person who has friends, you're trying to like, oh, how can I like I can't bring this up again. You know what I mean? You're almost like you hate to repeat yourself and your problems all the time to friends. <laughs> I wonder if this girl, if her friend, um, I wonder if they share friends and I wonder if other friends are getting the same amount of uh, talk about this girl. I, I just, that's something I wonder. Yeah. Or is it that you're the only person that's still kind of giving it airtime? Yeah, I wonder. Have you ever had to have um, any tough convos with friends in general? Well, yeah. Do you mean like around like cop the fuck on specifically, like when a friend is doing something destructive? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily, I don't necessarily mean destructive in terms of relationship, but yeah, like something where you have to like give them like a stern talking to. <laughs> um, none that actually really stick out. Yeah. I'm kind of, I generally kind of say bits and bobs before it gets to that point. Also, yeah. a lot of my friends are very well adjusted and we, we are very lucky in that we have a a big support network of friends so I feel like there's never it's never going to be one person that's, no, that's always coming to me you know what I mean what it is but all of us in our friend groups have been our go-to therapists that's a very good point we are a very therapy focused group and also I think that that just makes not that that means we have less problems of course but I think even how we talk about problems maybe is a little bit different um I Oh, this is going to sound so bad and like I'm really judging people who don't go to therapy I haven't gone to therapy in ages so I'm not I'm trying to say this in a nice way but um for example I had a friend who never went to therapy in her life and I always found it so difficult to communicate with her about things that she was doing that upset me for example um and maybe things that I was doing that upset her as well I just found the communication was just her any any sort of any sort of 
moment of uh, friction was just, you couldn't communicate around it because she didn't know how to communicate around it. Whereas with other friends, like I think with me and you, we can kind of get get through something very quickly because we both know how to communicate. Yeah, yeah be like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I didn't consider it like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, that, and then move past it. Yeah, it's As, gone. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I know we talk about therapy for the case come home and I know that going to therapy is a privilege, first of all. So I know it's not a solution <clears throat> for everybody, but there is low cost um, counsellors out there, just FYI. Uh, but yeah, that's a very good point. It, it's a massive thing, just being able to look at your own shit and see your own behaviours and how yeah. that could be affecting someone else. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really hard. It's really Having a fight with a friend, and we've spoken about friend fights before, it's horrific. Not even a fight, I mean, like just even attention is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. It gives me such anxiety. Luckily, it, it used to happen a good bit when I was younger, obviously, but not, like rarely now, once in a blue moon, but like it's horrific. So I can imagine even this girl just having to have that serious conversation would be terrible. I've done it wrong many times, to be fair. Um, I've not approached those conversations the right way primarily when I was younger like through text message and all that shit it's just not the oh, way yeah, to do yeah. it not the way to do it no. well actually do what's funny text messages. I had uh, a situation with one of my friends uh, in work <laughs> you know it's Maeve <laughs> who else is it um, everyone knows Maeve uh, and she's probably listening to this right now and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this but we were on a group call like a work call and I made a joke at Maeve's expense Okay. that I at the time did not even think about like I just thought bant 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 didn't think about it and now Maeve's an excellent communicator and she's she's a therapist herself so you know it was whatever but later on she called me and was like well I actually just wanted to talk to you about like my fucking stomach felt oh. in my arse she was like oh. I actually, well she was like I actually you know I was quite hurt by what you said and I wasn't sure I wasn't going to say anything blah, blah blah so like she was thinking about will I have this conversation and fair play to her because I think in that situation if someone said something that offended me a friend I'd probably sit on it and be like that fucking cunt I can't believe this. but Maeve just very frankly was like it actually upset me quite a bit when you said that uh, because I thought you meant it like this and then we cleared it up and I was like oh well no I didn't there was no hidden meaning implied I was just making a joke that I actually didn't think twice about I'm actually a bit shocked that you're even bringing it up that's how you know, you attach meaning to what people say and we just talked about it, blah, blah, blah. I think when you can have those conversations, that is like, you're never not going to have friction or tension with your friends, but it's when you can yeah. talk about it is, is, is that's the place you want to get to. Um, but what I was going to say was, I've also been in situations where I haven't said that thing when I really wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do stew on it. We've all been there. But communicate yeah communication is key actually we did a whole episode about communication with Maeve <laughs> oh yeah we did. It, did it happened to me that like a friend it was actually it was years ago now but it was, it was something I'd said on the podcast actually and he was just a bit um upset at how I phrased something and I just couldn't even remember saying it because you know you're, we're just yeah, trying exactly, to yeah and I was like as in it meant no it was nothing to me but something to him and I was like Jesus wow and he just brought up immediately he was literally listening to it and then just brought up immediately no like pre-planning 
and I was like oh my god I'm saying with you you feel like you're gonna shit your tummy through your arse yeah you know and then you feel so bad and then you just can't believe you made somebody feel that way uh, you know and but then it's just done and then it's just done there's no and it's so fresh it's not like well actually you said that thing on the podcast and then you did this and then last month and then it's fresh it's done so like bringing it back to this girl's question I know we've kind of gone a bit broader now but you know, if it's happening in the moment and she's like, how should I say happy birthday to this girl? You know, the friend could say, why do you want to say happy birthday to her? You know, at the moment, in the moment, it could be a good opportunity to say it because from our, in yeah. a nice way. But uh, yeah, it's not nice. And I haven't really had to call anyone out on anything in ages. Thank God, it's horrific. It's horrendous. I wonder, you know, it's interesting that you said that, like bringing it up in the moment. I think a good tactic to take if I was her would be when it does come up, instead of asking like, oh, what do you think this means? What, what do you think this means? Blah, blah, blah. But genuinely ask her like, why does it matter how you say happy birthday to her? Or why does it mean something to you that you take this meaning from what she said? Like, instead yeah. of saying, yeah, there is meaning there, say, okay, well, why is that important to you? Yeah, and yeah. maybe like, like, how would she answer that? Well, it's important to me because I'm mad about her. Like, I, I don't know, it just might, um, don't say it in a like why do you care way but actually like what genuinely why why is yeah, this now, you? we do need to caveat this by saying i don't know what age these girls are at all obviously me and jane are early 30s i'm almost 32 now jane in a few months yeah uh, uh like when i was 21 let's say 10 years ago or 22 i would absolutely be like why do you care i know i know you know you can say why why do you care like well that generation are much better communicators than we would have been back then I, I'd imagine they seem yeah. to be yeah yeah I don't know do. what this girl is by the way I'm, I'm, I'm literally saying they there could be they could be younger and therefore I mean I think we're good at communicating now I don't think we were like the things oh the things you do when you're younger like even like you could be all at a table like with friends and you could be harsh to somebody like that like why do you care about her in front of everyone like, stuff like that that like yeah. now looking back you're like how insensitive <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is, there's a certain element as well that it's just like, suck it up. <laughs> like, we've all been there. These are, this is life. This is like, it's only for us going through these things at that age. Do we learn stuff about ourselves? So, who should suck it up? Do you mean the girl, the friend, or no, the girl? Suck it up is a terrible way to phrase it. I just <laughs> mean, like, this type of this this is this kind of reality you know if if they're younger if they're younger I don't know how old they are if they're in their early 20s these are the kind of this type of drama is almost something that like you almost miss I know you know what I mean you're almost just a bit of like yeah well I can't believe that she said this and blah 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 and like being obsessed with people like like that is your early 20s that's early to mid 20s and there's an element that I kind of miss and you do work through it. Like there is light at the end of the tunnel. She's not going to be obsessed with her forever. Uh, you're, in fact, you're probably going to get into a situation where you're going to be wrecking her head about someone else. Like this is just, this is how you learned. You need to find someone else to be obsessed with. I mean, I'm surprised no one else has come into the picture. <laughs> well, look, to go back, what solved it for me was actually just putting it to bed and having the courage to have a conversation with the with the the girl I fancied uh and that's what ended it all so um it's gas you saying 
um you kind of miss the drama because just as you said that I was like god I miss the drama like now I think I just miss any drama at all now. Like, <laughs> I'd probably, probably take a fight with a friend just to spice up my day a bit like yeah, so boring yeah. but um like and I think I'm, I'm associating the drama back then with also being like out and drinking yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> Because wow. you you saying you saying like God Jane you'd have your heart broken every week I'm like because that's because we'd be out every Friday Saturday night and we'd everyone be smooching everyone and I'd always get my heart broken like Jane, I that's what I miss I like miss going out it was always a drama it was always it was always a house party and Jane would what I'd say would have doe eyes or like deer eyes or fawn eyes and I'd be like Jane Jane stop it like she'd be Jane would be looking at me. But her eyes, her, her gaze would be completely looking through me to the girl in the other side of the room who she's in love with. And I always... <laughs> like, remember, can I just say, this is six years. <laughs> I did the math in my head. Six years I was doing that. Yeah, at every party, every night out that she was at. But also, it'd be like, there'd be, I know for a fact, Jane's focus would be gone and she'd be like, I am up the situation. I'd be like, Jane, stop it. You're gone. You're completely gone. There's no comfort. But I was like, oh God, you couldn't hide it very well. No, I couldn't. And you know what? Actually, you saying that, it actually almost brings a heartbreak back. Like, like it was hard. Like, it was really hard. Like, for as much as I say that I, you know, learned a lot about myself and, you know, it wasn't just the girl and it wasn't all this, it it doesn't make the heartbreak any less. Like, it, it, like just wanting so badly to be with someone and for them to notice you and giving them everything at every opportunity and to that for that not to be met it's uh it's fucking hard and I, I feel for the girl but you know the best oh, thing I ever did was let it go you know I mean we've all been there if somebody hasn't have a case hasn't had a case of unrequited love in their life yeah I'm like well fucking hell that's amazing but like honestly I can't like it, it, it we've all been there oh like it's, like, it's, it's a bit longer probably than most but like it's it's evolving there like I'm glad I had it because you learn a whole other realm of pain in your soul don't you it's horrific and it's often the first kind of experience you have with real uh because because it's it's tied up in a lot of shit it's tied up in your own self-esteem it's tied up in your relationships with others it's tied up in your future and how you see your future panning out like it's a whole thing <laughs> like unrequited love it's it's the why haven't I good enough it's the it's it's yeah. oh ugh, I hate it I hate it we've all been there feeling of feeling like you're telling you're talking to your friends about it still and you're like embarrassed oh yeah I did a lot of that but like yeah look look to round to tie it all up in a bow because I know we went off on a random tangent there about a lot of different topics and talked about our experiences but if you really can't hack this anymore you need to take a step back from this situation and be honest with your friend about it um, I don't think that she's going to be, you know, as infatuated with this other girl forever. Uh, but whatever she decides to do on her end of things, if it's affecting you enough that you're messaging into a podcast about it and it's really bothering, you need to take a step back from it because you're actually doing her a disservice and yourself. Like, well, just tell her, look, talk to this bloody girl and put a pin in it. Be done with it. Get out, like, just talk to her. Yeah, and say, well, is anything going to happen with us? Yes or no? And if it's no, then goodbye. No point. That like, I but I've no doubt that if she hears no, she'll be able to put it to bed. Then you know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows, Jane? Then you've got that whole rejection element, which makes you want them yeah. more. Yeah, but like, 
one one last final rejection is better than a rejection every single weekend for six years true yeah yeah you're right yeah or at least every time like we're lucky back then we didn't have instagram stories for instance we had instagram the feed pics yeah but we didn't have instagram stories so it's a whole other level but like uh, yeah i don't know she probably gets her heart broken every time she looks on instagram yeah perfect god love her like god love her God love both of them. It's a tough situation. Tough situation. Oh, it's horrible. But no doubt every set of friends has been through this at some point in their lives. So yeah, let us know if you've had any experience where your friend has been talking about an obsession for what were you, in your opinion, too long or it's affecting your friendship. Like, what did you do? What did you say? How did you solve it? We'd love to know. Uh, in our case, I, it was something I did. Jane just came to it herself and then therefore it stopped happening and then everything was great. <laughs> you know what I would like to know, actually? I would really like to know uh, what if you were this the object of an obsession. How did you deal with that conversation? As in, like, if someone came, like, how did you? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I've ever been an object of an obsession. <laughs> oh no, I have. I have. Sorry, I have. Oh, you have. You have. Yeah. But I, I, I would, I would love to hear from the other side of like how that conversation went because it might put this girl's mind at ease like has there ever been a scenario where the other person was like oh my god yeah I've been mad about you the whole time I want to yeah. know that in my case when this person told me they were mad they were like still in love with me for a long time and I was quite obsession-y I was just like oh my god no I had to be so clear like this is never ever going to happen you know what I mean and like it's horrific but like it was literally like I have to be really harsh here because this is insane yeah no it's yeah no but it hasn't happened since that was years ago so like I need someone to be obsessed with me uh well you have Dave Uh, yeah that's not the same Jane he's not obsessed well maybe he's obsessed with me but it's requited I want like kind of the drama of it all you know I know I do spice screen huh spice um anyway look yeah. thank you for your message we'll do an agony ant again i'm sure in a few months time when problems for everyone start to pile up again but um yeah thanks for listening yeah that was a, that was a juicy more, one yeah if you want to hear more of our voices uh on a weekly basis become a, become a patron yeah six quid a month five quid a month sorry six dollars five euro price of a pint as i always say yeah uh, you'll get like 45 back catalogue episodes of Shy Talk where we talk a lot of shite and uh, another two episodes brand new episodes every month Gorge, like that's loads that's loads and I actually dare I say uh, prefer Shy Talk because um, it's just a real mind vomit it's basically me and Ro just having a chat like just as if we're just having a chat <laughs> like what's going on in our lives Literally, like I, I, it's like we're just walking to get a coffee and we're not being recorded and people aren't listening, yeah. which is which means sometimes we definitely say dodgy things. But to date, no one's taken us up on anything. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but if you don't want to be a patron, that's grand too. But we, what we would love is if you could tell your friends about the podcast. There's a lot of people looking for new podcasts to listen to during lockdown on their fucking walks, their after work walks. Um. So please recommend to your friends because every recommendation, every time you take a screen grab of your Spotify and put it in your stories, every time you throw it into your WhatsApp group, 
um, it helps us in a massive way and it's it doesn't seem like a big deal to you but we're all influencers you know what I mean yeah like we'll get a message from somebody being like oh my friend told me about your podcast and then um and I've been listening to 70 episodes in a row and it's like that's amazing also we did get mentioned on Tattle Life that we we're boring which um oh yeah I forgot someone said uh one person to listen but but um uh, more boring than it gals no they said we're not as problematic or as uh chaotic <laughs> chaotic as it gals that means essentially we're sound and boring yeah. <laughs> which you know what I agree with I you know, also agree with I was like Jane this is true I was like you know I can't make drama up in my life I mean you know we can't we're just what, what can we it's say it. but I hope, I hope we, we don't and bore you know what uh, as problematic and chaotic as as they are uh, according to satellite life um fair folks to you gals you're getting the listens so yeah absolutely fair play and like to be fair we could probably get more dramatic but like uh I'm I, not willing a, to. I have a bit of dignity oh. I'm too, no oh I'm too much a people pleaser I couldn't I couldn't say I couldn't be as um outspoken about certain things so I'd be like what if I hurt someone's feelings or offend somebody yeah no yeah me too I mean it takes a skill to park that uh, I was only taking a mess and dig there like support all women you know what I mean but uh I I couldn't I could I'd feel far way too bad I, of putting people on blast and if you think we're boring and sorry this is one person like gas like shows how much hate or so shows how much hate we get but if you think we're boring if there's a topic you think you'd like us to delve into like all fucking ears lads please send us some stuff yeah this is it fucking like, it's lockdown it's hard to get the old t- content out like do you know what I mean we're all just lemmings walking around after work and blocks <laughs> so grim all right what, I, what where you go what is a lemming a lemming is a little animal did you ever play the the game lemmings as a kid on a floppy disk no they actually remade it and re-released it on a phone it's right. it's when you have like you might have like 50 lemmings and they all follow each other that's the whole thing they have long necks no lemmings um they're famous for like if one of them goes off a cliff they'll all follow each other off a, li- a cliff they're like a bit stupid oh, so lemmings like- they would all walk in a row but like you would have to like make them i, I can't describe if you don't know what lemmings is the game then- I-, I i i get it now and i know why the- jane was basically saying we're all like lemmings walking around after working at lunchtime and all and now i get yeah. the reference we're all just pottering around like lemmings yeah anyway thanks for listening guys really appreciate it we'll talk to you soon yeah have a lovely week bye bye